Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers? Say whatever you have to, just close the sale. Just get the credit card. It doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to The Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now, here's your host, Michelle Schaefer. Hey, welcome. I am so excited you clicked play on this video because what you are going to get in the next half hour is going to blow your mind when it comes to what's possible for you in your business. I am ready to dive in here and ask some questions of the only person I have ever met who is an expert at what we are about to dive into, Clint Arthur. Uh, welcome to this interview. We are going to sit here and talk about one thing that most entrepreneurs desperately need but don't have and don't even realize they're missing. So let's start there. I know that you, the viewer, did not come here wanting to hear what I'm gonna tell you. Because I'm gonna lay down the harsh reality of the whole situation. If you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, a salesperson, a solopreneur, anybody who's got skin in the game, and it's up to you, to make more money so that you can be more, do more, and have more, if that's you, then get ready, because this ain't gonna be pretty. You are probably selling a product or a service that is similar or equal to everybody else's product or service in your industry, yes? Okay, if that's the case, then it's not the product that we need to change. The only difference between what you're selling and what the next guy is selling is not the product, it's you. And what this little video is about, and what really all of my work is about, is about changing you so that you can be more and do more and have more. Because if you wanna have more, you gotta do more. And if you wanna do more, you gotta be more. And that's what this is really all about. I call the problem invisibility. You are selling a product but you are invisible in this process, and that ain't helping you. No, it's hard to make your business work when you are invisible. As I think a lot of us have been there with our business. We, we know we have a good, solid product or service, but nobody knows we exist, or not enough people know we exist. That's why they're not buying your book. They're not taking your seminar. They're not buying tickets to your event. They're not signing up for your coaching. They're not buying your stuff, your glop, your widget, whatever you want to call it, you're just getting the crumbs. I did a, a, some really amazing research on this. The number one dominant player in a category gets 50% of all the business. The number two player gets the next 25. And number three through infinity, they get the remaining 25. That's why you are surviving on crumbs. And that's no fun. That's no fun at all. Gotcha. You know, that's something that... I think we all kind of intuitively know that, right? When we see who's the big brands, the big names, we know they are getting the bulk of the business. And I think most of us kind of secretly 
uh, have that that desire to like how do we get there? How do we get to be that big dog, that person who everybody knows in our space? And I know that is something that you have done amazingly well with your clients. And, you know, we'll talk about your numbers and and your results you've gotten in a minute, but let's talk for just a second about where you started. You shared on Facebook Live the other day that not that long ago, you were literally driving cab in New York City. It it is shocking to me that on December 31st, 1999, I was behind the wheel of yellow cab number 6087. And in the backseat of my taxi that night were these two guys who were MBA interns at Goldman Sachs. And I'm driving them to a party. I'm listening in on their conversation. And guy goes, hey, did you hear about Mr. Carrera? They made him the last partner right before the Goldman IPO, and he cashed out a gazillion dollars. And I'm like, hey, you guys talking about Chris Carrera? How do you know Mr. Carrera? Chris Carrera was a pledge in my fraternity. When I was a pledge master, I used to make those little punks dance around the living room of the house with their tidy whities on top of their heads. And now this kid cashed out a gazillion dollars. And I am driving around making 513 bucks on New Year's Eve of the millennium. See, I wanted to be somebody special. I became somebody special, all right. I became the Wharton taxi driver. Because they don't teach you this stuff at the Wharton Business School. They teach you a very interesting thing in Econ 101. The choice for macroeconomics is between guns and butter. Have you ever heard that? No. Yeah, the government. They can either spend the government's money on guns or on butter for social services, for the people, or on the military. That's what they teach you. What business did I go into when I got out of taxi driving? The butter business. And I've been running the Five Star Butter Company for Uh 20 years now, it's become my four-hour work week. It's just like my little side biz that just makes me money while I sleep until it came to be 2008. You know, the world was melting down in the fall of 2008. I was at a men's self-help campfire, and the shaman points at me across the yellow and orange crackling flames. You don't know it yet, but you're already dead. Hey, man, what are you talking about? I'm the most successful guy on this team. Eight years ago, I was driving a cab. Now I'm a millionaire. I was living on a little boat. Now I live in a mansion. You're already dead. You just don't know it. And I didn't know what he was talking about, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it brought me all the way through months of waking up out of a sound sleep. I'm already dead. I'm already dead. What does he mean? On New Year's Day of 2009, I wake up. I write. I pull out my list. I'm going to write my goals for the year, and I'm inspired by the shaman. And I asked myself the question, if this was going to be the last year of my life, what would I want to accomplish? Maybe I am already dead. Maybe the end of this year I'll be dead. What would I want to do if this was the last year of my life? I've been living my life that way since 2009. And that has put me through 20 best-selling books. That has put me onto 107 television appearances. And the 57th appearance was on the Today Show with Brooke Shields. And Brooke Shields says, you know, Clint, you talk about how you have to get comfortable being out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, life begins where your comfort zone ends. And she goes, well, that sounds scary. And I said, when it's scary is when it's great. And I really believe both of those things. And that's what I'm constantly pushing myself to do. Because if you want to be more and do more and have more, all of that happens way outside of your comfort zone. I'm sorry. It just doesn't happen in the comfort zone. You want to be more, you got to stretch. Well, and that's something that 
everybody I know who's worked with you and, and has been through the things that you lead your clients through, that is one of the things you do is you, you help people get outside that comfort zone and go to places where maybe they're not comfortable at first, but to learn to show up, like you said at the beginning, be more of them and really shine in those spaces. And I know that's one thing that is so important to you, showing entrepreneurs how to do that, that you actually founded the Celebrity Entrepreneurs Guild. Mm. to be able to share that message. So talk to us a little bit about that. What's the Celebrity Entrepreneurs Guild? What's your mission with it? The vision of the Celebrity Entrepreneurs Guild is that we are going to have conferences with only celebrity entrepreneurs in attendance. Everybody is going to be somebody. And the Celebrity Entrepreneurs Guild has a requirement for membership. You have to have done at least three television appearances. Mm-hmm. Because when you start going on TV, then that changes a lot of things for people. And when my clients go on their media tours, they change their lives, they get more aligned with their life purpose, they become more, they do more, and they have more. And this is for anybody who really wants to take their life to the next level, all the entrepreneurs who are killing it, the ones who are making a big difference. I mean, look at freaking Kim Kardashian is even getting prisoners out of jail. She doesn't even have a law degree. She's single-handedly taking prisoners out of prison and freeing them because she's a celebrity and she has the power to make stuff happen. And I'm not saying that every entrepreneur needs to be on a quest to free prisoners. But I am saying that if you want to be more, do more, and have more, then celebrity will help you to do that. And my goal is, with my wife, Allie, is to create a community of entrepreneurs, all of whom are celebrities. So when you come to our events, you don't have to worry, are you somebody? Because you'll know everybody, because they're all celebrities. That's, that's the vision. You know, when I saw that, because I remember when that hit the news that Kim was working to get prisoners out who had been wrongly accused of things or, or had been accused of things that maybe didn't deserve the sentences they got, that was what really hit me was she was using her celebrity to change the world in a good way, even if it was only for one or two or ten people. That made a huge difference to that person and their family. And that idea of the power you have when people, like you said, will pick up the phone because they see your name and they know who you are, mm. really does change everything, not just in terms of how much money you can make. That's important, too. But in terms of the difference you can make in impact, your mission. Yes. Okay. Impact, influence, and income, those are the three big eyes that are the opposite of invisibility. Mm. You've got invisibility, and what you want is impact, influence, and income. And how do you get that? Well, we got to fix the problem, and the problem is you. You know, that's one of those things that we all think, I just need another info product. I just need another course. I just need another technical tool of some sort that I can push a button. Yeah. Right. Those things don't change it. They really don't make the difference we're looking for uh, in terms of, right, in terms of finally getting the success we're looking for. The problem is right here. This is where all the issues lie. And it comes down to a question, which is, who am I? Who am I to think I can do this? Who am I to think I deserve that? And you need to fix that. And unfortunately, it's not one-time fix and it's over. It's a lifetime of continuing to expand the possibility of what you believe you can do and what you deserve 
and how to make that happen. A lot of people say, you know, what is the thing you like the most about what you do? Because I do, look, I do celebrity work. Mm -hmm. I'm a disciple of Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy says that your number one job as an entrepreneur is to raise your status in the eyes of your customers and prospects, to become a bigger who in the eyes of customers and prospects. And if you're not whoing, you're doing the wrong thing. And, gotcha. and, I, and I've developed certain activities that I focus on exclusively in order to raise my status in the eyes of customers and prospects, going on TV, speaking at important places like the Harvard Club of Boston or at Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall came from this whole thing of wanting to raise my status in the eyes of customers and prospects, to speak at more prestigious venues, mm -hmm. increasingly, increasingly prestigious. And then my third favorite thing is getting photos with major celebrities. What advice would you give people who are thinking, yeah, I, I understand what Clint's saying, this idea sounds great, but who am I to put myself in that position to have those experiences? You're the guy who pays your mortgage. That's who you are. You're the guy who has to pay for the tuition. You're the lady who has to put groceries on the table. That's who you are. And you're the one who has a mission, whatever that mission may be. You're the one who has the message, whatever that message may be. And if you have a message and a mission, and you need to put food on the table and pay the mortgage. Yeah, if you have a message, a mission, and a mortgage, then you're the one who needs to be doing this, right? Yeah. Now, how do you do this? Well, how do we change who you are? I believe that comes from a combination of experience and education. And what I've done is I've brought together both of those things into what will be the most life-changing conference for entrepreneurs, business owners, solopreneurs, anybody who's got skin in the game and wants to be more, do more, and have more in an entrepreneurial way. If you don't have a boss handing you a, a check and a W-2 at the end of each quarter or whatever, if you're the one who has to look at your bank balance and wonder why there's not more zeros in there, then this is for you. It's gonna be at Carnegie Hall, it's going to feature Martha Stewart, yes, that one, the one who got out of jail and then a few years later sold her company for hundreds of millions of dollars. Now she's almost a billionaire. How do you do that? Okay. How, and then there's Ice-T. He was a gangster. First, he was a grunt in the U.S. Army. Then he came out and became a gangster and then a Grammy award-winning recording artist, and then a producer of multiple reality series and documentaries. One of his documentaries, it has my favorite title, it's called Something From Nothing. Isn't that what we all have to do? This idea of people celebritizing themselves and being able to get to that point where they're going from starting at zero to multi-million dollar sales of their company or going from you know enlisted in the army and a gangster to Grammy stage and Grammy awards. What do you mean when you say celebritizing yourself or celebrity attachment? What does that mean for somebody who is a marketer, a speaker, a coach, authors, new media, all of these different types of entrepreneurs? That means you have to get good at doing my favorite thing. My favorite thing is taking photos with major celebrities. Just type in Clint Arthur and on Google and you'll see me with all these celebrities. And I'm telling you, not only does that help me to stand out in crowded marketplaces, but it also is my most fun thing because there's something super intense about meeting these unicorns, 
okay? That's, that's what these people are. They are superstar celebrities. There's no other way to describe Martha Stewart. She's not like everybody else. She's different. And I'm going to ask her questions. My main question I'm going to ask every one of these people at the Living Legends event is, if your kid or grandkid came to you on your deathbed, what would you tell them that they need to do right. to make it? Not just this year or next, but for the decades to come. What do you got to do? Because they've had the careers. Every one of these people has had a decades-long career. Martha Stewart, Ice-T, Jerry from Ben & Jerry's. He transformed sugar and cream into a bath into a bathtub full of ice cream in a garage and sold it to Unilever Brands. Isn't that the American dream for every entrepreneur to transform yeah. a commodity into a global brand powerhouse that you sell for big bucks to a major corporation? Dan Kennedy has been making millionaires for over 42 years. Michael Gerber has transformed millions of entrepreneurial careers and lives and businesses with identifying, are you working in your business or on your business? Are you really the owner of a business? Do you just own a job? And what's missing? What's really missing? Really missing. You know, that's such a great question. That's something that I remember the first time I read that book. And I was really excited when I saw he was in your lineup for the event because that was such a huge mindset shift for me. I realized what I had created wasn't a business. It was a job for myself. Mm -hmm. And I set about trying to figure out, okay, based on what he's teaching here, how do I change that? And the interesting thing about all of the people that you've brought together and the stories you've shared and the names you've mentioned is they really are, like you said, all unicorns in their spaces. They are unique in what they've managed to do. So I guess uh, what we're saying for people is kind of they need to become uh, unicorn hunters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, that's exactly, oh my God, that's a great title. That's exactly what I do. I identify unicorns. I go on a unicorn safari and I get the photo and I ask them my question so that now I've got the story and then I share the story in my marketing. That's what I've been doing every time I stand up in front of a room. Last night, I was speaking to 150 Indian doctors and I had them all laughing with my stories about these big celebrities because if you start if you tell stories about people that everybody knows you interacting with them it changes the way they think about you and it helps you to accomplish the abc's of attracting the best customers where a stands for admiration in order for pe people to pay you a lot of money i believe sincerely they need to admire you and that's the a and when you've got photos of you with unicorns people are like holy cow who is that person? How do they know that unicorn? And what can I buy from them? That's how it works. Yeah. You know, that's something that I think I, I've watched so many people who were frustrated because, like you said earlier, they were feeling invisible. They weren't able to command high fees that really reflected the value of what they did because people didn't see them that way. Mm -hmm. They didn't see them with unicorns and as a unicorn because the more you surround yourself with people like that, you're elevated to that status. And I think people miss that sometimes, that that's the fastest way to get there. Yeah, but Clint, can I really get that from $3,000, which is what a VIP ticket to this event costs through the end of July? Can I really achieve that? Hey, I'm, I'm telling you, the answer to your problem is not pushing a button and solving your problem like that. The answer to your problem is lifelong work on you. And what I'm offering you with the Living Legends is an opportunity for you to come and hunt some unicorns down at 
not just people unicorns, but place unicorns, which is Carnegie Hall. Come to New right. York City, come to Carnegie Hall. Have that experience of being in the most sophisticated learning environment. There's never even been a business conference at Carnegie Hall before. This is the first historical event of its kind. So, even though so many famous people have spoken there. Winston yeah. Churchill, Albert Einstein, John, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, JFK, Martin Luther King, all these amazing people have spoken there, but there's never been a business conference. And that's why they're so excited about what I've brought there. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the event for a minute. I know you are putting huge amounts of time, energy, resources into putting on what is uh, now I know the first business conference there, but this big, just star-studded, packed with celebrities, red carpet event. Talk to me a little bit more about who's going to be at the event and some of the people that I know you've helped to reach that celebrity status who will be there. In addition to the giant unicorns, Mar Martha Stewart Ice-T and his beautiful wife Coco, Jerry from Ben & Jerry's, Dan Kennedy, Michael Gerber, then there is also Hal Elrod, who was on the Today Show yeah. just two days ago promoting his book, The Miracle Morning. He's already sold two million copies of his self-published book from which he earns $8 per copy. Do That's making math. an impact. Do the math. And he came to my celebrity launch pad in 2013. He couldn't even afford to come. He enrolled. He called me the next day. I'm sorry, man. We got to cancel. I just can't afford it. I said, no, we're going to make it happen for you. We put him on a payment plan, and here we are. 2 million books later, and I'm not saying I'm the only reason why, but I'm saying that that's what he did, and here we are. And then there's Princess Marianne Parker. She came to this country as a Bulgarian immigrant chasing the American dream. She was married, and within six months of arriving here, she was in a homeless shelter for women who were victims of domestic violence with her newborn baby and her toddler, and today she has become the princess of etiquette. She is the top luxury etiquette expert in the world, and she's going to tell us how she went from being a Bulgarian peasant to a princess of etiquette. And she's also a graduate of Celebrity Launchpad and my events at Harvard and at West Point. And, you know, it's also fitting that when I was at West Point, a few years ago, speaking with Princess Marianne Parker there, too. You know who else was a speaker? Buzz Aldrin. Oh, wow. Now, 50 years ago today, Buzz Aldrin was on his way to the moon. And he spoke at our event, and he said, don't be afraid to go for the impossible, because going to the moon was impossible, but they did it. And you know what else he said? He also talked to us about photo shoots and stage photo shoot. He showed us a photograph of himself and his father, who was also a pilot, a jet fighter pilot, and they were both in a fighter plane. He goes, see that photo there of me and my dad? That could never happen. They would never put me in the same plane with my dad. That was a stage photo shoot that we did for publicity purposes. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin said that. And then I said, Buzz, what, you know, I asked him my question. I said, you know, what's the most important thing you ever learned about being a better speaker, because he's an amazing speaker. And he said, hire better writers. Now, there's a lot to that. See, wow. the writer is one who basically puts the words in your mouth. The, the writer is the one who 
traps the experience of the story. Hey, let me be your writer. Come to the living legends of entrepreneurial marketing at Carnegie Hall. Let me ask the questions of the celebrities. And then you, the viewer of this video, you'll get the photo of you with Martha Stewart at Carnegie Hall. And you'll say, hey, you know, when I was hanging out with Martha Stewart, <laughs> I said, I said, Martha, what's the most important thing you ever learned? And she said, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what she's going to say. Or I'm going to ask her a whole bunch of questions. Let me write those questions for you. I, I write great questions. I'll ask the questions. You use them in your stories. I'm basically writing your stories, your speeches for you. You just put yourself in my, in my place. Then you show the photo of you and Martha Stewart. And what is that photo going to look like? Is it going to be like every other lame-o photo of every person at a conference standing up against a step-and-repeat banner? No, it's not. It's going to be my kind of beautiful photos, and I'm going to show you exactly what it looks like because I had my wife with me at Carnegie Hall. Now, there's Allie, and there's an executive from Carnegie Hall, and they're standing against a wall. Let me zoom in and show you what it says. It says, an expansion campaign for Carnegie Hall. See that? An expansion campaign for Carnegie Hall. That's basically a wall listing the names of donors who've donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to Carnegie Hall. Now, in your photo, the tall one is going to be Martha Stewart, and the other one's going to be you. And the caption of your photo is, hanging out with Martha Stewart at Carnegie Hall. There's your proof. You know, sometimes we think that something like that is so hard to achieve, just like Buzz Aldrin and going to the moon. We think it's impossible mm -hmm. because we don't see somebody else has already figured out how to make that work if we just go to the person who's got the solution and allow them to show us how to make that happen. It really can be simple to go from invisible, not commanding high enough prices, not getting enough business, not really making the impact that we want to make, to celebrity status. I've been obsessed with this idea of status for, for my whole life. When I was a little kid, when I was 14 years old, I, I read about this thing called the Wharton Business School, the best business school in the world, and I decided that it, it, I was going to go to the Wharton Business School. Why? Because I thought in my adolescent mind that if maybe I could become somebody special, who graduated from the best business school in the world, that maybe my parents would stop arguing so much. Your parents ever argue when you were growing up? With us, it was like, when weren't they arguing? Mm -hmm. I graduate from Wharton. I go home to get the attaboys. What happens? They break out into the biggest argument of all time. My dad storms out of the house. I turn to my mom. I said, you know, mom, the way he resents you all these years, have you been cheating on dad? And I'm sitting on the couch in the living room where I grew up my whole life, and I'm thinking to myself, where did that question come from? I never even thought that in my whole life. And then I'm thinking, what kind of rude kid asks his mom a question like that? And then I'm thinking, why ain't she answering the question yet? And then she says, he's not your real father. Your real father was a doctor at the fertility clinic we went to for six years trying to have you, and you look just like that guy. At that point, imagine how you would feel if suddenly everything you thought you knew about who you are. Poof. I sure as heck didn't know who I was anymore, what I wanted to be when I grew up anymore. 
I call up the investment bank on the 87th floor of number one World Trade Center. I say, guys, thank you. I appreciate the offer. I don't want to be an investment banker anymore. And I moved out to Hollywood to find myself. Most people go to Hollywood to lose themselves. I went there to discover who I was, who I was. I'm telling you, I have been obsessed with this whole issue of who, becoming a bigger who for various reasons my whole life. And yeah, I have made this unicorn hunt as easy as anybody could possibly make it. And that's because I am the world's best unicorn hunter and situation creator. And if you're smart and if you watch this video up to this point, you'd be crazy not to take advantage of the couple ducats it's going to cost to show up at Carnegie Hall in New York City, come have an amazing experience, learn from the best entrepreneurs and business creators and business innovators and mental geniuses. Uh, speaking of which, there's Walter O'Brien, IQ yeah. one. Seven. He's, he's the smartest guy you'll ever meet in your whole entire life. And he hacked into NASA when he was 13 years old. The NSA took him away in a military chopper and turned him into an elite problem solver. And that's what he does. He solves problems for people with a lot of money. What could you solve if you could just pick the brain of, the, of that guy's mind, you know? So and let's talk about that. How can somebody get access to the few tickets that you have left for the event? Okay, so there are the VIP tickets, which right now are $29.99. It gets you photos with all the celebrities and VIP networking lunches and the closing VIP networking cruise of New York City Harbor on Saturday night, September 28. It's going to be beautiful. There's one level up from that that's elite. And those tickets are $99.99, 10 grand, and you get on the stage at Carnegie Hall with Walter O'Brien, Dan Kennedy, or Michael Gerber to do a hot seat for you to ask your question, hey, this is my big challenge. And how are you going to say that question? I'll script it for you. I'm going to be doing pre-event training for the elites on what are you going to wear, what are you going to say, how are you going to pose in the photos with the celebrities, all of this stuff. There's training for everybody prior to the event. Celebrity train. Celebrity train. That's that's something I was looking at earlier today, and I was I was thinking to myself as I looked over the page, which we'll make sure there's a link somewhere near this video, guys. Wherever you're watching it, there will be a link to where you can go get your ticket now. But I was thinking the worst case scenario for somebody who signs up for this event before the event even happens, they're getting more value in the trainings you're including than the investment in the ticket. It's crazy, the offer that you've put together. So talk to me a minute about what it is that they get as pre-event trainings before we even show up at Carnegie Hall. I put my whole life into my latest book. It's called Celebrity Entrepreneurship. It should be a textbook in every great business school, and I'm going to make it one. I put my whole life into that thing. And when I was writing that book, I realized that I've been guided by the life of Arnold Copelson. And if you're a viewer of this video, you probably have never heard of Arnold Copelson. He's the greatest celebrity entrepreneur of all time. This is the beauty of being a celebrity entrepreneur is nobody even knows who you are. You don't know his name. You never want his photo. You wouldn't recognize him if you saw it. And yet, you probably saw his movie called Porky's. It was the fifth highest grossing movie of 1982. But that's not why you know him. You know him because of his next movies, which were Platoon. He won the Academy Award for Best Picture for producing that movie with Oliver Stone directing, and that transformed him instantly into a celebrity entrepreneur. He was on TV. 
He was getting an award. He was giving a speech in an important place. He was hanging out and taking pictures with celebrities, and he had best-selling products. That's the attributes of celebrity entrepreneurship. I wrote about all of that in my book. I put my whole life into that. You get a copy of my book. It's a hardcover, full color. It retails for 100 bucks on Amazon. That's included in the purchase of any ticket to The Living Legends. And then there are five training webinars on how to get the most out of this event. There'll be four prior to the event and one after the event to try to recap everything we've learned and encapsulate it so we can all move forward together. Remember, we're building a community of celebrity entrepreneurs and this event, this award ceremony where we're gonna be awarding Lifetime Achievement Awards to Michael, Michael Gerber, Dan Kennedy, and Martha Stewart as well as other awards to luminaries in the industries who are outstanding celebrity coaches, celebrity authors, celebrity entrepreneurs, celebrity marketers. There are going to be awards for them at this event as well. And as part of this whole package, I've put together different levels of training. If you are a general admission, you're going to get the pre-training webinars. If you're an elite I'm going to teach you everything you need to know so that you shine when you're on stage and in the photos. And if you're a VIP, you get my training video systems on how to be a VIP speaker and how to, these are my training videos on how to be a celebrity entrepreneur. These are elite trainings that I've done for my $25,000 mastermind members. Only people who've paid me 25,000 have seen these videos before. And that's included in the package you get as a VIP. You know, what I love about that isn't just that it's something that has previously been reserved for the 25K mastermind members, but it, it goes directly to what we were talking about earlier, that opportunity for the photo where you were there and Allie was there and you both felt such different ways because those trainings are what helps people prepare for how do you step into a bigger you to be more, to do more, to have more. How do you get that mindset right before you ever get to the event so that you're excited about being there? You're showing up as that celebrity you are versus feeling like, who am I? So these are things that really do get people ready. And maybe this will be your first time hunting unicorns. Maybe you're going to be nervous. You probably will when you're meeting Martha Stewart or Ice-T and Coco. You will probably be nervous, and that's okay, because this is not the end. It's only the beginning of your career as a celebrity entrepreneur. And when does it stop? It never stops. You'll never stop going on TV. You'll never stop speaking at these places. When does the shark stop swimming? When it's dead. And if you're trying to have more impact, influence, and income... As a celebrity entrepreneur, you need to keep going and keep building. And, and when I met the most interesting man in the world, it was at a conference sponsored by the Entrepreneurship Club of Harvard Business School. And I said to the most interesting man in the world, what's the most important thing you ever learned? And he said, stay thirsty, my friend. And you've got to stay thirsty. That's true. I mean, it is, it's, it's a catchphrase, but it's such great advice. And I think that's the thing that's interesting to me about the way that you've asked all of these celebrities, all of these unicorns, the same question to really find out how did they get there? What are the values and the principles that, that got them from zero to where they're at today? And a couple of things that I, I did want to mention real quick, and maybe we can talk about this, you know, it's Carnegie Hall. This is limited seating literally this isn't one of those hotel events where you could come in and rearrange the chairs that the seating is fixed you've only got so many seats and that's that's good and bad it's good news because it means for those who do join you it's a small group this isn't a 10,000 people 
where you don't actually get to see anybody or say hello to anybody. This is a small group, it's but it also means person maximum theater. Okay. And most of the people are buying up the VIPs. Yeah. The VIPs have been snap, 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 and the elites are almost gone too. So, you know, get in while you can get in. That's yeah, if you see the button on the page, it means those are still available. If the elite button or the VIP button is gone, it means we're sold out of those tickets. So if yeah. it's there, you're going to want to grab it now because this is an investment that will pay for itself so many times over in your business. You've been able to see and hear how Clint has taken these these unicorn meetings that he's had and used them to really transform his own life and his business. And you've heard the stories about his clients, how they've done the same thing. These are regular people. Just I haven't shown you any photos. All I've done is tell stories. Why couldn't you do the same just from attending? Yeah. You say, hey, you know, I was at a conference with Martha Stewart and the question was this, and she said that, and boom, there's your celebrity attachment story. Now you're attached to Martha Stewart, even for the price of a general admission ticket. You're crazy if you don't do it. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So what would you say to somebody who is thinking about it, they're trying to decide, they're on the fence, what advice would you give them in this moment? Uh, Rome was not conquered by people thinking about it. Rome was conquered by people who went and did it. They put it on the line. And the things that I've accomplished in my life have come from putting it on the line. I put my contacts on the line. I put my money on the line. I made the commitments. I got out of my comfort zone and I went for the brass ring. And my favorite quote of all time is from General George S. Patton, accept the challenges so that you can feel the exhilaration of victory, because that is how you really come alive. And I'm telling you, when you are there at Carnegie Hall and I bring out Martha Stewart and I bring out Coco and Ice-T and when you're standing next to them in this photo at Carnegie Hall and you're getting your picture and you're looking at Martha Stewart in the eyes and you're this close to her, it's gonna be an exhilarating experience for you and that's the beginning of this process. I'm really looking forward. Look, you know, celebrities hang out with other celebrities. And our philosophy is the more celebrity friends I have, the better my life is going to be. The more impact I'm going to have, the more influence I'm going to have, and the more income I'm going to have. It's just obvious, right? So we're building our community of celebrity friends. And I'm looking forward to you coming up to me, even though I don't even know you probably right now. I'm looking forward to you coming up to me at this conference or three conferences from now and saying, you know, man, that thing with Martha Stewart was the beginning of it all. And since then, I've met this person and that person. I've had this best-selling book. I've done this giant contract. And it all opened up because I stopped being invisible and I stepped into being somebody. See, somebody special in the eyes of your customers and prospects. And I took advantage of my favorite thing that I learned from you, Clint, which is just getting in pictures with famous people and using those pictures, deploying them as marketing assets. Yes, and I wanna make sure for everybody watching that you scroll down on the page and take a look at not just who the speakers are that Clint's been sharing with you and talking about here, some of the big names you know, but also the big names in the different spaces in our industry, the coaches, the authors, the speakers, entrepreneurs, new media personalities who are getting awards themselves. You can see who's been nominated right below and who you may have an opportunity 
to get photos with and meet as well at this. And again, it's going to be a more intimate gathering. This isn't a 10,000 people packed into some huge racetrack where you don't get to know anybody. This is something that really can get you in touch with those unicorns. I know a lot of the nominees, Clint, I love the list. I looked through them earlier, and some of them are people I have been following for years and look up to in business myself. And seeing the things they've been able to create, I know it's because they're applying the same principles that you teach and that you talk about. You're going to hear every single pearl of wisdom that every one of these living legends has to share with you, like it was delivered directly to you from the unicorn to your ear. It's going to be amazing. You need to be there. Yes, and tickets are selling like crazy, guys. So make sure that while you're thinking about it right now, you go ahead, click that button, and reserve your seat. Reserve your ticket so that we can get your name on the guest list, and you can start through that pre-event training. Get ready to come hunt unicorns with us and to discover just what can change overnight in your business when you apply these principles. Clint, thank you so much. Do it now. Do it now. If you think about it, you won't do it. You need to take action. You need to act now. People, money loves speed, okay? Money loves speed. Be fast and take action now while you can because you don't want to miss it. Absolutely. We will see you there. Click that button and get your spot now.